We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. You know, obviously very disappointing game, uh, you know, did not, uh, did not go the way that we wanted it to. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, it's just the opposite of everything that we talked about trying to do this week. So uh, give Carolina credit. Um, I think obviously they played really hard. Uh, they had a good game plan. They did a good job on uh, all three phases. And, uh, you know, we got to go out and we got to coach. Uh, we got to coach a lot better, get things right, and we got to go play better. So, uh, you know, unfortunately we got a short week here. We're going to have to run quick and we got to get going. But, um, you know, just really didn't get it. Uh, started here very well uh, from a team standpoint. Back to the Pride Podcast, episode 144 on the Blue Wire Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by Indeed.com and Bet Online AG. I am your host, Tyler, joined by my two guys, as always, Malcolm and Pierre. We are here to now break down what just happened last Sunday Lions, Carolina Panthers. But first of all, how are you boys doing? Patricia's a joke, right? I don't know, bro. Like Bevel, 175 yards of offense. That that's how I feel. Or 185. I'm sorry. That that's how I feel. Okay, that's that's how Pierre feels. Malcolm is silent. He's like, I don't even want to talk about this shit. I'm just sitting down here and just. Okay, and then I guess if you guys didn't watch this game, you guys are listening and you didn't look at the score somehow. Uh, the Lions lost this game 22-0, and North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina. Because someone corrected me on last episode. I said Rowley. Because, I don't know, man, I, I need to take geography class again. I, I was wrong. So they played in North Carolina. or they, they played in Charlotte, North Carolina, not Rowley, North Carolina. My fault on that. But the Lions lost this game. They got shut out. They didn't have 200 yards of offense. I mean, we're recording on a Sunday right after the game. This is a little different. I mean, where's the, the emotions are high right now. Malcolm, I'm going to start off with you, man. Where are you at right now? Fucking bevel, man. That's just that's how I'm starting off this episode, man. I'm starting this episode by saying fucking bevel. I'm I'm so I'm so mad right now. This whole game was just a disaster from the start. Like they made PJ Walker XFL MVP, we call him the XFL MVP. If they finish the year, they would have finished the year. They made him look like a star. They made they made him look nice. He had his, he had a pretty damn good day. And our and our offense. Def- like nothing, nothing looked good on either side of the ball. Yeah. I mean, the running and the, our running game without Swift is it's a joke. I think Adrian Pearson had what eighteen yards, seventeen yards. Carryon Johnson has what same thing. It, it was just. Uh, 
I'm going to be honest. What does AP do for this football team other than his veteran leadership? Nothing. No, I mean, I'm, I'm totally done with this experiment now at this point. I mean, he just doesn't have – he doesn't show anything at this point. I mean, there's no juice anymore out of this – out of him, I mean, out of the team in general. I mean, the team – did it almost look like to you guys where they just gave up at this point? Like they Yeah, just, the O-line. The O-line was bad at the end. They kind of like just like tell with it. I mean, even I, that – I don't know. Look! Look at the very end of the game. Two offsides to end the game. I mean, I know you're down twenty zero, but two offsides on fourth and six, and mm-hmm. as they're about to punt the ball. One thing that that I noticed on the Lions sidelines, and I think we've said this before, is when they were down like fourteen zero or seventeen zero, there's like no guy like pumping them up. Like, let's get our shit together. Like they don't have that. They don't have that alpha leader dog on the sideline. They don't. Yeah, because um, they all feel the oh, same way. And then they and all then feel the Patricia, same way. Patricia's dumbass is just like looking like up and down, looking at. The, I don't know what he's looking at. He always looks up, and the sh- the camera shows him. He's like, he's also like, there's no emotions, bro. And you need to have like, you need to have someone. Um, you need to have an alpha leader. Someone needs to step up. But I don't know. To me, kind of sounds like they they gave up maybe on Matt Patricia a little. Yeah. I mean, every week he says the same shit. We got to execute. We got to play better. We got to coach it better. And like when you, when you keep saying this over and over and over and over again, it's, something is wrong. What do you what do you mean? If you say over something, he this is his, this is his third year coaching with us. That's what he I'm shouldn't saying. be saying. He shouldn't be saying this shit. He shouldn't be yeah. saying this shit on the third year of coaching us. Exactly. You, you got to coach us better. Come, you you better for three years. Yeah. Like. This this game is just there's just no excuse. Like, do y'all know how many yards Matthew Stafford had going into the third quarter at halftime? So like fifty. Yeah, fifty four yards. Fifty four, fifty four. Fifty four yards. Fifty four passing yards. It's yeah. Like, and, oh, go ahead. And I was just gonna say, there's like, there, there there's no excuse. What the fuck is Bevel doing? What is right? What 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 is Patricia doing? What is under the, what are they doing? And I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad at ownership too because they're sitting back, eating popcorn and watching this shit and not doing shit about it. Yeah. What the fuck are they doing? I mean, what, what is Sheila they, doing? What have they done? Not Sheila, but like this coaching staff in these three years. What have they done? But I'm saying like like you, you just lost to PJ Walker. Like come on, like Sheila. If there's any time for you to take a to do something, now is your time. And and anyone who says injuries, bro, the Saints when they played us, they were missing a lot of guys. The Saints actually won a game this injuries? year. Injuries? Who the hell talk about injuries? I'm just saying. Some fans say that, like people say, "Oh, we're injured." I'm just about, saying, like, how about the that team bring just up played? <laughs> they were injured. The team we just played. played exactly. PJ fucking Walker, man. Bro, they were with a backup left tackle, backup guard, backup running back, backup quarterback. Back up corner. And what I tell you, what I tell you about that, what I tell you about the all those the O line that they're out. What did I tell you that the, the sacks we're gonna have. What what did I tell you we're gonna have. I said that we're gonna have one sack and probably damn near probably three pressures. I told you that. What happened? One sack and I don't think we had any pressures. And what did I tell you about PJ Walker and those tools. I mean, put Curtis Samuel, put Robbie Anderson, put DJ Moore. These guys are gonna carve you up. They didn't give me my 80-yard slant that I expected, but regardless, I mean, they carved you up all day. They own the time of possession all day. The run defense blows. Your pass rush blows. Everything about this team blows. I mean, it's so, like, like you. I knew it was, it was coming. I expected it to come. I predicted them to lose, but, like, it's still frustrating at the same time as I'm laughing. Like, it's just uh, so many emotions going through my head, you know, during these games. I feel like... A girl that's just going through, I feel like a high school girl going through a breakup and like eating ice cream and like watching The Bachelor. Like, I, I don't I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, like I, should I be happy for this this girl? Should I be sad for myself? Like, I don't know. I don't know about this team anymore. It's just, I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, you got carved up by P.J. Walker. I mean, the defense, the defense was was bad. They made some plays. The offense just didn't take any advantage of it. I mean, you had two picks in the end zone. I mean, the score could have been a lot worse. But P.J. Walker made some very critical mistakes, 
especially the interception to Desmond Trufant, the interception. I mean, that was just a terrible interception. There was no one even in the, the direction. Uh, Detroit Lions did, took zero advantage of it. And, I mean, didn't this game on offense kind of give you vibes of like a, a Jim Bob Cooter type offense? I tweeted that. It just gave me vibes of a Jim Bob Cooter. Like they're trying to get the screen pass going, like Jamal Agnew. They try to get like short passes to uh, Jamal Agnew, Marvin Hall, uh, on Johnson. Like it was vintage JBC right there. I think they took like maybe how many shots did they take downfield? I mean, no more one. than five. Was it just one. that one to Marvin Jones that was one. The illegal formation? Bro, 22nd against the pass. Troy Pride Jr. starting at corner. One shot. One. Yeah. And I expected this. I knew this offense would not be anything without Kenny Gallery and Andre Swift. And I know that's zero excuse, but it's something I expected. I know it's zero excuse because that that, that's not an excuse at what all. What was the word when they hired Baba? What did they say? Didn't they say, like, oh, this guy could adjust with injuries? Come He's on, better than Bob because we, we, we already know that shit. Bullshit. We already know that shit. We already we already know Pierre. We already we already know that, and 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 it obviously is not the case. Yeah, exactly. It obviously is not the case. So we already know that. I mean, we were three years in. And why does he always try to establish the run when it's not there, Malcolm? You you love to run the ball. Why why hey, do coaches? Why with AP? I mean, like establishing the runs one thing, but establishing the run with Adrian Peterson. 11 weeks in now the, the reason why the reason why they have to try to keep him balanced is because playing against a really you know if 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 the if the Carolina Panthers know okay this team is just going to pass and they're pass rushing every play Stafford will probably end up this game injured you know so they got to keep him they got to keep him they got to make him keep him honest and that's why they're what the fuck? But but why Adrian Peter? Why why did we keep Scarborough? Why did we have it? Why did they even? It's just it's like I was watching this game and it was like a flashback. Like I was sitting back in a flashback, all these bad moves that we made. Every starting from off to AP and you know our the fucking draft and just just all this shit. Everything was just flashing back to me, and I was like, man, what the fuck is this, man? Like three years, three years of bullshit, man. Yeah, and our first it? round pick, our first round pick, number three overall pick, doesn't even see the field. He's he, he's subbing in, like, and and that's I know that's your boy. I know she's your boy. I'm not gonna be too hard on him, but I'm gonna say this: if you're a top five pick in the NFL, I don't give a fuck. I I know people say, oh, uh, he needs time. Darius Slay, Darius Slay was a pick number three. Okay, sorry, yeah. Darius Slay was second round pick. If we wanted a a, a crockpot player. Draft Tua, draft Herbert, draft somebody that you're going to bench and then crockpot them, and then you can plug them in next year or something when you want them to be a star. Number three overall pick, you plug and pay them right away, and that's your impact player. We needed an impact player number three. We are not. We don't have an impact player. We drafted a guy to, to, crock, to crockpot them for next year or following year or whenever he's ready to develop. That's not, that, that's not what you're fucking supposed to do at number three. I mean, like, what do you draft them? Anything, anything, I, I, anything. Fuck, he could have drafted Derek Brown. He could have got more production than, than, than what's it called right now. I, I think he's meaning if you're going to crockpot a player and you're going into a rebuild, you should have done it with a, a more valuable position. You could you could have drafted Tua, drive Herbert, draft the fucking uh, Derek Brown, uh, fucking anybody. Anybody would have been better right now because right now, Amani Roy is, bring, is putting nothing towards his team. What Jeff Akuda, Jeff Akuda. Jeff Akuda, I'm sorry. Jeff Akuda is putting nothing towards the team. This year, he has what has he brought to the team? What has he made better? What area is, on his team is are we better because of Jeff Akuda? The the thing is though, the, the reason why, Malcolm, and you talk about this, you say this all the time. When you have no pass rush, you're gonna get carved up. It doesn't matter who you have back there. And, and that's the thing. So why 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 do the shit now? Build your like, pass rush, then draft your cornerback later. That's not how they built though. They built from the outside in. That's what they said when they came in. They're so, doing the so, New England so, way outside that, that's in. That's great. So now we just wasted a pick. Right now, I'm, I'm saying right now, and 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 I'm not saying he's not going to be good in the future or he has a shot of being great. But right now, I feel like we wasted a pick. He's not, he's, um, he's contributing nothing to the team right now. Look, hindsight is twenty twenty. We knew they were going to take a quarterback. Like we knew whether you wanted a quarterback or not. We both knew they weren't going to take a quarterback. Um. 
I, I mean, I, I why see not? Mel- I, I, I see, I why see, not? Because I see you look at Mel- Stafford's contract. You look at Stafford's contract, and you look at yourself. This, this is the situation right now. You're number three. You have a chance to get an elite prospect at quarterback. Stafford contract has two more years of his contract. The only way we're going to fucking re-sign Stafford, realistically, if he wins us a playoff game. That's realistically. I, I think no. I, I see Malcolm's defense. He's saying if you're going to take a crockpot player, take a quarterback. If you want to impact player three, take an impact player three. I I, I understand the argument. I think what they thought, to be honest, is they thought Jeff Bakuda um, maybe would have been better than he is right now. I mean, I, th- I think I agree. That's, that's not the case, actually. Um, because what sucks is the 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 program got very shortened in the off season. Like he only had like three weeks of training camp. Everybody had the same program. I don't want to hear that shit. No, I, I I understand. I think I think you guys are both right. I, I understand both arguments. I think Pierre, you know, the line stop. Jeff Okuda would be ready. He thought because they asked Bob Quinn, "Do you expect him to start Week One?" He said, "Yes." Yeah, and then, and, and then I yeah, and I, I mean, see and I see Malcolm's defense. If they're gonna baby him, put the training wheels on him, then take a different position. Because if you're gonna crockpot a player, who's more valuable, a quarterback or a cornerback? Obviously, the quarterback. That's not even a question. So well, and, and I understand also, both arguments. And also, bro, if you're, gonna, if you're gonna get a cornerback and you knew you're gonna crockpot him. Fucking get Troy Pride Jr. You don't you don't crock bottom anyways. They they didn't think he was he needed like some, they thought he was gonna come they in didn't, and play. I right guess away. they didn't believe in Amari Warrior. Amari Warrior, like I told you, he was solid. Yeah. Well, regardless, I mean, I yeah, but Jeff, that's, not, that's not the only issue. That's not the only issue. I don't I think Jeff Akuda is no Jeff Akuda is not the issue for this team. I'm not saying this. <laughs> I'm just reflecting back in of all the bullshit that they did. You know, Jelani Devai is the Will Harris. It's like everything is like everything is. Eating Big me apart B, right now. Big B everything was in the second me. half. Everything is eating me apart right now. Outcome. This whole team, Big this B. defense, the slow ass linebackers. It's like, what the fuck? Like, let it all on. out. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, what what are they doing in the back end? The the, the back end, like the like the the, the the people in the office. They're sitting back watching this shit. What are they doing? They're probably calling around, see what jobs are available. Bro, just fire them. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia are probably, like, quietly behind the scenes. They're calling around. Yo, if I get fired, will you hire me? <laughs> they, have is, no, they have bro. no reference. Like, like they, nobody's going to be the reference. Like, They're going to go back to daddy, daddy Belichick. This is, this, this is, this is, this is bad, man. This is... This is as low as you can be as as a Lions fan right now, guys. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I mean, you, we've seen it. I mean, you witnessed it all. Like you went through the the 2008 0 16 team. This is worse, you, though. You, I feel like this I mean, is worse. You, you, you've been there, man. You're you're right back into it, guys. You're here. You're here. This is it. Welcome. I didn't watch those years, but I knew they'd have like they didn't have like a quarterback. You have a quarterback now. Like this is worse than zero and six. I mean, who you cares? actually have who cares, a good man, a really good quarterback. It's it's like comparing a garbage bin to a recycling bin. Who gives a shit? They're both garbage. They both suck. It doesn't matter Most comparing to, to two thousand eight to twenty twenty. The, the only thing now, the only thing now is that you you have expectations. Like you go in there, you're like, oh, we have a chance to win. No, I don't. I have zero expectations for this team anymore. I had zero expectation going into the year. So, no, that, that is actually invalid. No, no, I'm talking about, like, certain games because, you know, you have a quarterback. So, like, you play against a team like the Carolina Panthers, P.J. Walker. I mean, no, I I'm thought they you, were going to lose. Listen, you, you thought they were going to lose, but I guarantee you, like, if you put 10 guys lined up in a room and they say, okay, the, the Detroit Lions playing against Carolina Panthers, the 3-7 and seven Carolina Panthers minus Teddy Bridgewater, who's going to win the game? I guarantee you, not out of ten of those guys are gonna say Detroit Lions. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it. I. I, mean, I, I, it's, I it's just I, because you're looking at it, all right. Who has a better quarterback? You're gonna say okay, the Lions do. Okay, well, I'm gonna go with the team that had a better quarterback. Yeah. I mean, how, how is it like? I expected them to lose, and like, it's, 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 the there's nothing here. There's nothing here. Like, what's sexy about Detroit? I'm so, I'm so confused. Of where did the play calling gone to? Like, where is it? You you know what what I didn't like is like in the beginning of the game when they were like fourth and short. Not in the beginning, like first half. They they punt the ball fourth and three. They punt it fourth and four, fourth and whatever. You 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 gotta go for that, man. You can't like. And then another thing is, 
their obsession with Adrian Peterson and just running the ball in general, the run, run, pass calls is really predictable. I told you, I told you it's gonna happen. I told you like, it's gonna happen. I told you it's gonna happen. Yeah, they're they're very confused without DeAndre Swift and Kenny Galladay. They're very I confused. I, 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 I seen that coming. I seen that coming a mile away. Yeah, you, I mean, you like, have you have Carryon Johnson, who's a guy you drafted second round, what three years ago? Twenty eighteen, yeah. Twenty eighteen, two years ago. What are they saying about Carryon Johnson? They don't think he's good. Yeah, they they don't think he's good, and like at least give uh, Jonathan Williams a shot too. You know, who cares, man? They all suck. Who the fuck is Jonathan? Like, who gives a shit about Jonathan Williams, man? <laughs> like, I'd who, rather have him over AP running the ball, and I'm not even lying. Yeah, about if they're not, that. if they're not, they're not going to give Carryon Johnson the ball over Adrian Peterson. Why the hell do you think they're going to give Jonathan Williams <laughs> the ball over Adrian Peterson? Well, like regarding Carryon and AP, or AP had seven for eighteen, and Carryon had six for seventeen. So neither of them really ran the ball well. So they're both garbage. Um, they're both garbage today. <laughs> and then, what did you guys? I was laughing when I saw this. So what, what did you guys think of the Stafford read option? Oh my god, I was eating a chicken wing while that play was happening. I usually I I don't eat during the Lions game because I'm just like so stressed out. But like I'm at the point like where I just don't give a shit. I'm eating. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm on my phone checking my fantasy team all day. I'm like, oh, PJ Walker through twenty yards. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I'm at the point where I just don't care as much. I was eating a chicken wing, and you know it's under the third quarter. I'm like, okay, they got one more play, whatever. Um, I put the chicken wing in my mouth, and I see the play call, and I almost choked. So I almost died because I was choking, and I almost spit the wing out. I was laughing. I mean, it was nasty. It was disgusting. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what's more disgusting, me almost spitting the chicken wing out or that play. I don't that know what's play. more disgusting. That play, for sure. I don't know, man. That was, The chicken wing was kind of disgusting, too. So. Honey, barbecue? honey barbecue? It was honey barbecue. It was honey there barbecue. you go. <laughs> it was honey barbecue. But I don't know what was more disgusting, me almost spitting the wing out or – Oh, that play call. I don't know. At least no one was Dude, wrong. The what reason why I it, say that? What happened to this play call, To the chicken man? wing or? Oh, Daryl Bevel. The reason why I say even that's bad, because you got Stafford playing with like a like a bad thumb or like an injured thumb, whatever, and yeah. you decide to put him at more risk when you're running a draw. Uh, or like, a, not a draw, I'm sorry, a re-option with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. So... I mean, I don't know. And then the, they have a million. They have a ton of drops on offense. I don't know what's going on this year. Last year, that wasn't an issue. This year, it's a reoccurring theme every game. Um, yeah, they like discipline, bro. You know, like even that formation, that touchdown pass. Someone did something wrong. I forgot who it was. Someone lined up wrong, or I don't know who it was. Um, it was a good play call, but one of the players fucked up. It was yeah. a legal formation. They accidentally blocked somebody that. You're not supposed to block. Who was it on? You know, like we did. I that? forgot who it was, but it was just a, it was a legal formation. You had the Justin Coleman running into the kicker, and then at the end of the game, like I mentioned, you know, that was a two, flop, man. That was bullshit. it was. I I didn't, I didn't like that call either. I agree, but I mean, that was a disaster from start to finish. I mean, that was. I'm I'm uh, so glad. I'm so glad Brian Burns had a pretty good game. I know. No, I, was I, say, I, I, I was. I was hoping I would, that, like after, like after every sack he did, I was just hoped that he just looked right at, at Patricia, and so I looked at him like, yeah, yeah, thank, 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 thank you for job for passing on me, motherfucker, and, I, and just kept it moving, and just kept next play where they got another sack. I think he's very appreciative he's not here right now. I think he is. Yeah, but, yeah he, he's a really good defense right now. They know how to use him. Um. Yeah. I was also, Decker gave up his first sack to Burns. He had his first sack this year to Brian Burns. Yeah, he had no answer for Brian Burns. Just too damn quick for him. Yeah, it was just yeah, Brian Burns. I mean, he probably had like damn. I don't know how many pressures he had this game, but it was a hell. I guarantee when the numbers come out, it's gonna be crazy. He probably gonna have like, have nine, like or ten, nine or ten pressures. Didn't he have like three sacks or two sacks just in this game? Yeah. I was gonna ask you guys how how much did it hurt you guys seeing Brian Burns go off, and then your number eight pick T.J. Hawkinson. I mean. He had a couple. He had a couple plays. He had a couple plays, but I mean, he's inconsistent. Like as a blocker, he's supposed to be better now. Like the reason why you take him at ace because he was a really good blocker. His blocking has been up and down. That one play to carry on, they ran on third and two. He misses assignment. He gets that. That that's a first down. A carry on cuts back. That's also a first down. But that's, I mean, that's just the issue there. You know, he had a drop too. I think, right. Yeah, he did. First down. We're going to first down. So you got a missed block and a drop. 
I mean, Hawk has to play better too, bro. Especially when Kenny's out, Dola's out. Like you, you're the next guy. Yep. Yeah, defensively, bro. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how. Like, if Teddy Bridgewater played, I don't think that those two picks happen in the end zone. That, that's I all told I'm you. Say. Like, like I told you, it would have been a massacre. 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 Yeah, but I mean, if the, Teddy the Bridgewater would have played, it would have been a massacre, bro. Yeah. On Amani's pick, he actually bailed out Coleman. Coleman got like Coleman was lost in his own, and Amani read it and just ran to get the pick. So shout out to yeah. Amani, man! I loved him last year. Dude is balling this year. I'm proud of that dude. The game was already a massacre with or without Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah, twenty, 20 zip, twenty zip. And, and I, you know, if PJ Walker ends up being the starter next week, he'll be exposed. He's going to be exposed to what he's what he was supposed to be playing like if he ends up playing. I think Teddy will probably be back. But, I mean, if you look this week around the league, I mean, Alex Smith did not look anywhere as efficient as he did last week. Not at all. Mitch Trubisky got benched after the Lions a couple of weeks yeah. after the Lions, too. I mean, it's just it's just like Lions make these guys look so much better than they actually are. I mean, yeah, we face some good quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers can be Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's just a given. Philip Rivers has been good against other teams, even though I gave him some shit. I mean, but guys like Mitch Trubisky looked very good. He has not bounced back since that game or has, you know, done anything since that game. Who did I just say? Um, who's the quarterback I'm missing? Who did I just say? I just said a quarterback. Alex Smith. Alex Smith, yeah. Alex Smith, yeah, another one. I mean, that's a bad Cincinnati Bengals defense that they just played in. He didn't look good. And then, Walker. and then I, th- I think this might have been the worst. I think this might have been the worst of the three. I mean, that's arguable. I saw, I saw a funny tweet. Uh, PJ Walker is an NFL quarterback. Matt Patricia is an XFL head coach. <laughs> I mean, this was literally an XFL quarterback a couple months ago. Yeah, and that- he was cut by the Colts nine times or something like that. Like yeah. on and off their roster. Yeah, they mentioned he was waived nine times or something like that. Whatever, how many times? There's a lot of times. And this guy was barely on a roster, like barely on a practice squad, not even just an NFL roster, a practice squad. Yeah. And I'm not going to say you got absolutely carved by him, but you got carved by him. Like you didn't get destroyed by him. Like he didn't destroy you, but I mean, he did everything he needed to do and he did enough. He beat you. And on the broadcast, they kept saying, Udlin said they'll play more man. They'll play more man. Every time they play man, almost every time they get beat, they rarely pressure the quarterback. Um, they just call these easy crossers and, like, rub routes. And it's an easy completion. Yeah. And, and speaking of the broadcast, oh, my. Uh, Chris Spielman, could he kiss our ass anymore? Good playoffs. Oh, they're fighting for the playoffs. Show some show, show some emotion. I'm like, uh, Spielman, my man, you have now watched the Lions game this year. If you, if you if you think this was a playoff team. You know, he has to say that he works for them. He does a three and out thing with them. He has to say that. Like, 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 keep kissing our ass, Chris Spielman. I, I was cringing every time he said playoffs in the Lions. I, the Lions are not going to the playoffs. I'm going to say this on air right now. If they do, um, no. okay, that's not no bold take. That's not no bold take. <laughs> no, it's not bold at all. I'm saying they're not going to the playoffs, and people are still thinking, "Oh, we got a chance." No, we don't. You got Deshaun Watson on Thursday. Have fun with that. I mean, we'll break that down, but yeah, that's all I got on this game. Total embarrassment, and I think this is the worst game in the Matt Patricia era, and the worst game I've ever experienced watching the Lions. Yeah. That's but this worse than the, than the Jets. Yes. At least that was, I mean, you can make some type of excuse for Patricia's first game. He didn't have his guys. I mean, what else do you ask for? You had your quarterback this game. You have your guys. This is your three. You're playing a backup quarterback, an XFL quarterback, at least not like a top 10 quarterback in the draft. You're playing an XFL backup quarterback who wasn't even confident he was starting this week, missing their star running back. Missing their star corner, missing three of their five starting offensive linemen, and starting left tackle Trent Scott. Trent Scott. Yes, this is the most embarrassing loss. You got shut out against Carolina Panthers. No, not even an argument to me. After Jets game, that is the most embarrassing loss I've ever experienced as a Lions fan. This is what I didn't like. Um, Twenty second against the pass, twentieth against the run, and you you couldn't pass it, you couldn't run it. Hell, you couldn't even. They, they couldn't do anything on offense, literally. And it's like every time the Lions get a yard, it seems like they have to work super hard just to get one yard. Like, why is it so, like, 
Why do they make it so hard on themselves? You see what the Panthers were doing? Running simple crossers? Dude, you could do that with Agnew, with Hall. Use your speedsters in space. Like, what, what, simple what, shit like that. What, what I don't get is, like, why can't you... Do, like, I, I get that they're trying to... Going forward, they're trying to revolve the offense around Swift. I get it, because it worked against Washington. But come on, man. You need to find another way, man. If he's not out there, it's like, the fuck? We have nothing. Their game plan coming into the game was... Feature AP, and I saw that Jeremy Reisman actually tweeted that from uh, Pride AP of Detroit. What? But he's not. He's not. Once, he's thirty-five years old. There's nothing that should be featured around Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Jeremy Reisman said once the game plan was installed, the Lions lost that game. He's right. They game planned around Adrian Peterson. They fe- the game plan was to feature Adrian Peterson. That, that's what it looked like at least from the beginning. Know, and man. when you do that, bro, when you feature a 35-year-old running back and you have a quarterback who gets slinged the ball and you have that type of secondary. I mean, I said that. I expect – I thought they could do whatever they want on offense. You they thought they did. were going to win. You were so confident in this one. I said, yeah, oh, I, was. I, I honestly wanted to see this. I was I was so glad when Teddy Bridgewater was inactive when we got to see P.J. Walker because I was just waiting for this embarrassment. To, I wanted P.J. Walker to embarrass us. Embarrass us, and that's exactly what he did, and I'm – God bless you, PJ Walker. God bless you. I don't, I don't know why. Well, I don't know why you're so happy about that, man. Because I am like, happy. Because we can get we can get this stupid ass motherfucker out the doors. He's he still look, here. He's here for now. He's here for yes, now. This but, was the this was the dagger. He will be getting dagger time. I know what he meant by dagger time. Now he's getting a damn dagger. Damn his back. Him and Bob Quinn. Now we gotta wait till what week seventeen eight. Well, we honestly, there's been like whispers around the league that they could be fired honestly, after Thanksgiving. If if I'm Sheila Ford, Thanksgiving, keep, why? No, 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 no. Keep Matt Patricia. I actually want to keep Matt Patricia for the year. I want to pull an Adam Gase. He's so bad at game planning. Let's lose. Let's just lose. I want to lose. I want a good draft pick. I don't want no, you know, some energy. Braden Coombs comes in. He gets the boys rallied out. They go on a three game winning streak. No, fuck that. Let's keep Matt Patricia. Let's suck this year. Let's enter a nice way. But, like, why not see what you have in another no, coach? She could be no, your potential next no, head coach. No, why not, I want, though? I want to be the Jets. I want to be the Jets. Pulling Adam Gase. Patricia's Adam Gase. He's the Adam yeah, Gase. Yeah, but, like, uh, Adam just, Gase. I mean, they haven't won the a Lions game, have bro, Stafford, so I, I get though, bro. It. The Lions have I mean, Stafford. Least, the Jets don't have, like. I don't care. I don't really care. Just lose. Please lose. Keep yeah. Patricia. Keep Patricia for the year. The O line, the O line looked really good against a great pass rush yet uh, last week, and then this week it's like they—I I don't know what happened, man. I do. There, there was no balance. And there's yeah, no balance. There's, there's no balance offensively. And y'all boys, I mean, uh, have Poli Baitai is, is, is pretty bad. Oh once yeah, they finished him. Once the um the running game went to shits, and the the Panthers like okay, this pass rush. Every single down now. Every now is now we're not. We don't have to worry about the run game. We're just going pass rush. That's that's when you get in trouble. Yeah, and they they have a lot of guys that could pass rush. Got speed. They have a lot of guys that could do it. Matos, they got five sacks. That's, and this is why they got Burns, five sacks. And then Brown, I think, also had a sack too. Zach Kerr. Yeah, Brown. I know he had. A, I know he had a few pressures. But this is why. I mean, you you one dimensional, and you're playing against a, a front that could get after the quarterback. And if they if they know that they're getting up the quarterback, they're they're very dangerous. I have another thing. Did they give up on Joe Dahl? Like Joe Dahl was solid, and then he got hurt, and then he struggled. Did they give up on Joe Dahl? What's going on there? I mean, they're playing Ode Abushi now over him. So I mean, I think so. <laughs> if, that, if that's your answer, I think so. Yeah, I think it just. I mean, at this point, it's like whatever, you know. Like, I mean, a lot of these guys are not even part of the, the future plans, honestly. So I mean. There's not really much I'm looking out for in these next, you know, few weeks. I mean, obviously, you know, there's some guys you want to keep an eye out for, but like most of this roster, NFL rosters switch all the all the time, obviously every year. So there's not a lot of guys on this team right now. I'm looking at like, oh, this is a foundational piece that we're keeping around for the future. So there's just, a few of them. No, there's a like, few. No, there's definitely a few. I'm just at that point where I'm just. I'm ready, man. I'm just. The question is: Is there 20? I don't know to that about to that question. Like this, they need a big time turnover. There's is probably it, maybe like 10 to 15 players, maybe, maybe. Does anybody know which which motherfucker is the one that gave Swift the concussion? No, we don't know what happened. See, so on Wednesday he had a full practice. Like maybe it happened outside of practice, like at home or something, or in the weight room, or 
or he bumped his head. I, I really don't know what happened. They, they didn't tell us what happened. All we know is he had a concussion and he didn't practice. Yeah, there's there's nothing on that. So. Uh, I'm ready to do the oopsie doopsie and ball of the week if you guys are. All right, yeah. All right, Peter, all right. All right, let's take a quick break right. and then we'll do that. 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is crucial. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job sites according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there is no long-term contracts. And now. Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates We'll see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going an extra mile to make sure you get every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship features all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all their great sign up bonuses. Don't forget, use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, we are back. Pierre? I mean, this is a very, very. Amani Oru Warrior. Okay, I'm not going to ask the question. All right. So, yeah, Mania Aurora is your uh, ball of the Mania, week. Mania Warrior? Yeah, I mean, you saw me at a pick. He, he's the best. He was the best player on defense on the field today. Yeah, that's fair enough. There wasn't anything else significant to, you know, give that honor to. I he's mean, definitely CB1. Yeah, for sure. this roster, which is not really saying much, honestly. Desmond Trufant's been bad. Man, Jeff Okuda, like we mentioned, has Coleman developing. also hasn't. Justin yeah. Coleman, I mean, he, I thought he played better this year. He just hasn't. Um, he's been okay, but he hasn't played to the level he's supposed to play at. Well, last year he was last year he was exciting. Do you know why he was exciting? He was a punch the balls out. He's yeah. a punch the ball out. It's to be fun. Like, oh, you know, here comes Jamal, uh, Justin Coleman punching ball out. Sock him. Rock him, sock him. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he's honestly been the jinx so far since we've activated. We've we haven't or we won one game. We beat the football team, but yeah, he's been part of the downfall. Which I'm yeah. not putting that on him. But yeah. No, it's no, no, it's not on him. It's on the coaching staff. Um, yeah, man. And it's on the it's on the GM as well. You have no pass rush, so so what are you gonna do? Like, you want to play man coverage? Play man coverage. You're gonna get diced all game. You want to play zone? Play zone. Soft zone. You're gonna get dink and doinked all the game. Like, they don't have a defense because they don't have a pass rush. That, that's the problem. And, and, and the sad part is, they actually do have a pass rush. They just they don't play don't these motherfuckers. It. They don't, don't play these motherfuckers like when, the way they're supposed to. I mean, this pass rush still sucks, even when they do play them. Like, Romeo's had a good yeah. year. Everson Griffin. He had a good game today, by the way. EG had some pressures today. I saw he had a nice tip pass. But, like, this pass rush is not, like, a this top not like tier. A, no. Yeah, I know. Like, they're like, I whatever. Mean, they're just so fucking slow, man. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they like, don't... Even, yeah, even their pass rush lineup. Like, I don't think it's that great. I don't think it's that great. <laughs> it's <laughs> Malcolm's right. They're slow. Everyone's slow. Like, it's laughable, man. I mean, I was laughing during the game, honestly. I was... I actually kind of been... I was... I, yeah, I got a little kick out of it. 
I was, I was honestly just disappointed. I feel, I, I feel bad for the next guy who comes in, man. Oh, for sure. I, I was just, I was disappointed with, you know, Lions fans or at least like us. Like, I want to switch a channel so bad to NFL Red Zone. I was so, like, so close to, you know, but I, I can't do it because, you know, we have to obviously watch these games. I don't want to, you know, half-ass in, like, watch yeah. a quarter and then watch NFL Red Zone. Like, I have to watch the whole game. But, dude, if honestly I don't have to do this podcast, I think I probably would have switched the channel. I probably would have switched the channel. I mean, I was very close. I but, mean, yeah, these could be Stafford's last six games as a Lion. Just something, like, just appreciate Matthew Stafford and see what happens next. I mean, as bad as it sounds, man, and as much as I love them, man, I mean, shit. These games are... I don't blame them. They, they're just draining them, man. It's not, it's not fun. I'm pretty sure it's not fun for them. I mean, these games, are not, these games are not fun to watch anymore. Like, they're not as fun as they used to be. I'm, like, talking, for, I'm no talking for Stafford. I know. I'm, I'm Stafford. saying. I'm saying from a fan's perspective, too. Like, are you ha- are you enjoying Lions games as much as, like, a couple years ago? No, I'm just, like, paying attention to some young guys and, like, just kind of, like, watching, like... Like, dude, we're, we're always out of it since Patricia by November. What is fun yeah. about that? We want to play meaningful games in December. Well, there are your fucking meaningful games, Sheila and Martha. <laughs> That uh, is. There's no meaningful now. It's four and six. They're about to be four and seven, but we'll talk about that later. So you're predicting the loss already, but we'll get into that. I don't know yet. I haven't looked at the text. Yeah, we'll get, I'm we'll, just we'll Deshaun Watson. I'm, I don't know. And, we'll see. And add, add another loss to your resume this year. I mean, you're having a rough year on predictions. I really don't care. I don't care. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get to my oopsie doopsie of this week. Oh, Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. And part of my oopsie doopsie is Pierre for not having zero faith in PJ Walker and saying that we saw zero <laughs> chance from the Lions winning this game. So Pierre's part of this oopsie doopsie. The whole hold on, line- hold on. Blame that Patricia, dude. He he did that to him. I, I don't. I'm not a coach. If I was the coach, I would have done some different shit. You pretty. I, I don't. I mean, you need to put the clamps on them. You need to put the clamps on them. You need to put the clamps on PJ Walker. No, but Malcolm. But Malcolm said. Let me tell you what I said. Let me tell you what I said. said he wouldn't be shocked. I said I wouldn't. I said that you know I didn't think I knew we were bad. I didn't think we were PJ Walker bad, and I wouldn't be shocked if PJ Walker did dink and doink us and and lit us up. I wouldn't have been shocked. Yeah, I just what shocked me is that we put up zero points. That's what disappointed me the most. That we put up a donut. Okay, I'll take two oopsie doopsie. I don't care. Yeah. So Pierre's part of my oopsie doopsie because he was so confident if PJ Walker started this game since. The week, so I'm giving him part of Oopsie Doopsie. <laughs> Daryl Bevel is leading the Oopsie Doopsie, so Pierre and Daryl Bevel are in the both together. Bevel, man. Adrian Peterson can join him. He's been the worst, yeah. bro. And and the Lions offensive line could be part of this boat as well with Pierre, Daryl Bevel, and the off- Lions offensive line. And obviously, we got the one head coach Matt Patricia. He could be driving the boat. So wait, am I on the hot seat on the podcast, or like am I good? Oh, I mean, that's something that we're going to have to discuss. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're good, bro. Yeah, so we're obviously messing around. But, uh, (laughs) I mean, Pierre, with these predictions, man, he might have to be on the hot seat. (laughs) All right. But, yeah. I told you their hearts should be ticked with the staff. So inconsistent. One game, they'll beat the Cardinals. No, they're just bad. They're just just, 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 like shit. No, now they're shit to me. I don't even know if I can pick them again this year. The thing is, I, I knew they were bad. I knew they were bad, and the thing, like I said, like I said, if we were playing against Teddy, Teddy was playing, no way I would have had us win this game. But PJ Walker, man, dude, like a competent coach, like he, they expose weaknesses. The Lions don't expose other teams' weaknesses. It pisses me off. What was the Carolina lineman hurt? Corners <laughs> hurt. Seriously, anytime there's a lineman hurt, they rarely expose that. When there's a corner hurt, they don't go at the corner. Vikings, how many times they take deep That's shots? What? One. That's why. That's why when you told. That's why we were telling me, oh, the, the O line's gone. Yeah. This is it. I said, I said, bro, that's not gonna mean nothing. I guarantee you, end this game with one sack. Dude, they don't. And we ended the game once. We got the one Lions sack. Have, like, when the Lions have injuries, teams expose the heck out of it. Because Literally. you're not a good football team. So you give us. Oh, you give a bad football team injuries. That's just. That's chaos. Yeah, I mean, you can't give a bad football team injuries. Every team is dealing with injuries. So anyone who says the Lions are injured, every team is dealing with injuries in the NFL. Every team has stars here. Drew Brees didn't start today. They started Taysom Hill, and they won with Taysom Hill. And he dropped so 20 I don't fantasy hear... points on yeah. my ass. Ah, that, <laughs> boy, that thing's 
Yep. You Screw lost. you. Screw you. Lost. You call me Oopsie Doopsie. You lost. How you hey, feel? Hey, I, I dropped 139 points. I mean, I, I did what I had to do. I did what I had to do. 139. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like anyone who keeps saying injuries and stuff, like don't blame injuries. Every team is dealing with injuries in the league. There's a lot of stars that are hurt around the NFL. At the end of the day, you built depth on your team, and that's the depth the Lions have, and it's not good. You can't. Nobody in right mind can blame this game on injuries when you're playing against PJ motherfucking Walker, man. I don't think anybody is either. I There's know. nobody can literally, oh, we were injured, but we played the, the backup quarterback for the other team. They're missing their starting quarterback. We, if we had Matthew, Matthew Stafford injured, we have no chance. And then also, don't use COVID as an excuse because every other team dealt with that too. I've seen people say that, oh, it's a COVID year, give him another year. No. Who, who the dude? hell is saying who that? Who the hell said I that? I've seen it on Twitter. I swear I've seen it on Twitter. I don't know who nobody, said it. I forgot who said it. Is that like Sheila Ford's born, burner? burner account or something like that? Like, who is I don't know. She's not Patricia's burner. Saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying this because last year, Tyler and I wanted him gone, and a lot of you guys were mad at me and Tyler. And I'm just saying right now, because we're, we're, think, we're, we're here again. You know, they they just didn't think they're ready. You know, they they think they they that they deserved another chance, and you they did. They got their chance, and it's a wrap. They're done. You know, nobody why? wants them no more because they got scammed by the biggest scammers of the NFL, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn. They got scammed into a plan. They got scammed. I I never bought into that scam. I always hung up the phone every time they called me. They're like, "Oh, the lines are gonna be good." No, I hung up. No, like with those like you know those scam calls you get, they even give you the same area code. Like, oh damn, this is a legit call. No, no, no. That's Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn. People accepted those calls, gave their social securities out and everything. I never fall for the bait. You guys got catfished by Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn. I just didn't want to see us get to this point. <laughs> I mean, and we're here. Yeah, no, it's and we're sucked. here. And, th- and this is just a year you wasted. I mean, it was just a waste. If you want to start rebuilding, damn, 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 damn. Yeah, you're right. It was a waste. If you want to rebuild, it's a waste. If you want to contend, it's a waste. Like, you wasted a year for nothing. And you're just setting yourself farther, farther, and farther back. They, have, they also have a lot of questions to answer. What's next with Kenny? What's next with Stafford? That That's a story for, like, the offseason or when they hire a GM or whatever. But let's I mean, wrap this up. And then we'll be back to uh, do the voicemails and also do a Texans breakdown. Yeah, I, I, I will say this though. I just want to say this though, man. It's sad because with the way you got the way uh, Tyler, mainly Tyler, feels about, about the lines right now. It's the way I feel about the Knicks, man. That's not a good place to be, man. Yeah. No. It's just so like, like look at the Knicks. Like when, when I'm thinking about the New York Knicks, I'm just so nonchalant. It's like, well, whatever. Oh, we did this, like, okay. Yeah. The only then, thing exciting about this is a potential high pick again. That that's it. You're gonna get another star if you trap the right player or something. Another star? Only... When did we drop the star to begin with? Who's our star? I'm saying like another potential star. Another that's chance at a star. Another, another chance. chance yeah. Another <laughs> chance of getting <laughs> yeah. a star. That's okay. Yeah. Another yeah, chance of getting a star. Right about no, it just like I mean, when they like I said this before, if they don't like give the effort for me, like for them to show some shit, like why should I give a shit? It's just like. I don't know, man. Until major change happen, I just I'm so out of it. I don't care. I'm laughing. I'm eating. I'm not stressed out on game days anymore. Like, it just is what it is. Yeah, I just don't want to get there with the lines, man. I don't want to get to that point. I invest yeah. so much into it. Yeah, it just financially everything. I mean, I have to. I mean, I don't pay for them like for their games because I get that obviously locally, but. I mean, everything else. I mean, my whole fucking closet's all lying stuff. Yeah, no. So. It's just, man, it's just... Fuck, man. Hopefully better days are ahead, right? Hopefully they make the right hires. And hopefully they make the right hires. As they always say. What do they always say? What's your motto? Right hires. Right hires. There's always next year. There's always next year. No, what they got to focus on right now, and maybe they already have, they have to start focusing on hiring the right GM. Yeah, I mean, I, I can give you guys some hope. And, you know, unlike the MLB, unlike the NHL, and unlike even the NBA, NFL rebuilds could go faster. They're not as brutal as the other yeah. sports because, you know, when you're drafting a guy, usually you're plugging playing them, if not the year of, the year right after. It's not like the NBA where – it's an experiment or like the MLB, it's like a four-year project or hockey or whatever. So I'll give you hope there. I mean, NFL rebuilds, I mean, a rebuild in any sport sucks. But if anything, a rebuild in the NFL could be 
you know, less years compared to other Especially, years. like, two years. In year three, you become competitive. Like, look at Miami right now. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know. Do you know how long, do you know Miami was rebuilding since Dan Marino? But I'm saying it's just the game of football. So, it's so like, I don't want to hear. Look at Miami right have, now. I mean, the Dions basically have been rebuilding too. They've only been to two playoffs in the last whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying like you look at the teams like the Browns, the Lions. I mean, the Bills look like they're just freaking up. But look how long they did that they were rebuilding. Looks like the Browns but are freaking. You, you guys too. are you guys are saying they were always rebuilding. They just weren't good. Like you can't say they weren't trying to compete. The Bills have been trying to compete. They just weren't good. The Lions were trying to compete. They weren't good. I mean, the last decade have been the Lions trying to compete, right? I mean, since like 2011 until now, we've been trying to compete. What about the Browns, bro? How long were they trying to compete? Never. They were quarterback, draft first-round quarterback, first-round quarterback. It's because they never hit on one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they've been rebuilding for well, I'm saying, since well, the last time they've been to the playoffs since, what, 2000? All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess my main argument was just saying like a rebuild could be shorter than those other sports. Definitely. Yeah. If you just hit it yeah. right. Yeah, compared to other sports. But That's all I got. It's still, you got you got a hit. No, I mean, they haven't hit ever. They haven't the hit 50s. Ever, ever. So, yeah. All right, guys. That's a wrap to this episode of the Pride Podcast. Hope you guys all enjoyed our Sunday breakdown. And I hope you guys enjoy the earlier release times and we will drop another episode very soon with your guys' voicemail. So if you guys are listening to this before we release that voicemail episode, you guys can leave a call at 313-355-6723. Is that right? Oh, that's, that's awful. That was the wrong number. <laughs> they're, about to call, they're about to get Pizza Hut or something. I don't Tyler, know. Is that your ex? I think that's the number. Is that your ex? That number is 313-355-3116. Yeah, guys, don't call that number. Don't call that number. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like, is that your house phone? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gave everybody his house phone. Everybody's like, oh, shit, let's call Tyler. Yeah, guys. No, don't... no. The, the voicemail number is 313-355-3116. What if I just, like, release the list number? I have no idea what number that is. <laughs> that be... Yeah, That's I don't know. Up. All right. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm out. Peace. Cool. All right, yeah, guys, I'm out. Um, be safe out there with all the COVID and stuff. And see you guys on the next episode. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm. I'm I'm here still, and I'll just say I'm out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have a good one, man. Hope y'all enjoyed. No peace. forward on the field. No forward on no. the field. To end it. Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Peace, guys. K, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.